Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. Glad to be here with you. My name is Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, August 7th. Watch the get to. Of course, we'll be talking Olympics, the Rays, and the Bucks. Number here is 877 448 7901. If you want to email, sports at power901.com. We'll be right back to get the show started on Power 90.1. There's a lot going on at the Landing Bar and Grill in Valrico. There's great food at the Landing featuring several signature landing-only specialties like shareable appetizers, seafood, flatbread, salads, wings, pasta, pizza, burgers, gluten-free, keto-friendly, kid-friendly, dog-friendly, desserts, craft beer and cocktails, and a lot more. And if you're looking for entertainment, we've got it. National holidays, food events, live music, karaoke, cornhole, and live team trivia. Check out our full menu on Facebook or online at thelandingvalrico.com. Sports is back and we've got that too. The Landing Bar and Grill off Lithia Pinecrest in Valrico. The Landing Bar and Grill. Land as strangers, depart as friends. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Of course, we need to talk about the Olympics. What a great job the American athletes have done these last couple weeks. Uh, I was skeptical, for one, about even getting the Olympics uh, to, to get underway with everything that was going on, with the lack of fans, with the... Uh, COVID protocols and all of that, but nonetheless, the um, Japan's done a great job. Tokyo's done a great job in getting them going. A lot of venues that you see throughout the uh, day, if you're watching the Olympics, and as of right now, the Americans have 98 total medals, uh, of which 36 of them are silver, 31 bronze, and 31 gold. We're leading every other country in the world as well we should be. Um, China happens to have a couple more gold medals than us at this point, but uh, who knows? We could catch them by the time the weekend's over. Anyway, we'd love to hear your thoughts on what is your favorite event to watch at the Olympics. If you want to call in, 877-448-7901 or go to jimmybsports.com, shoot me an email. Uh, I'll tell you what, watching everything from the basketball, both the men's and the women's, Women, uh, to the archery, to the swimming, uh, to the uh, volleyball. Just I'll tell you why. It's really been uh, fun to watch these athletes. And they're not out there. They're not doing it for the money. They're not uh, doing it for any other reason than to represent themselves and their country. Luckily, there haven't been any issues that I've seen that were able to put a black mark on the um, Olympians over there. A couple of times someone tried to do something maybe, but you know, let's focus on the good parts over there. I mean, um, the men's swimming team, uh, they've, they've taken a lot of medals the last couple of weeks. You have uh, Caleb Dressel. He has five total medals and all five of them have been gold. Katie Ledecky in the pool as well. She has four medals, two gold and two silver. Over. Uh, you know, you can just go up and down the line. Great story with Allison Felix taking the bronze for her 10th medal of all time. She broke the record for the best um, track and field athlete of all time. So congratulations to her. The 400 meter hurdles was fun to watch. Um, 
We took the gold and the silver and that one as well. Uh, just across the board, you see some sports that you typically don't get a chance to watch during the, the year. And uh, I've really enjoyed you know, seeing the compete and everything else. Uh, it's going to take an email. Bob from Sefner had asked, do Olympic athletes get paid when they win the medals? Bob, that's a good question. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but the athletes do get paid when they win a medal. Uh, each country is set up differently with how they're paying the athletes from the American standpoint. For every gold medal that uh, we win, that individual will get $37,500. Uh, every silver medal is $22,500. And every bronze is 15000 So, you know, they, they do get something. Um, of course, they'll remember that day for the rest of their lives as well. And that's, you can't put a price on that. But uh, they are getting some type of um, a monetary payment. If you look at a country like Singapore, they are paying anyone that gets a gold medal in the Olympics $737,000. Um, 369000 for a silver. Uh, Malaysia, 236000 for a gold, 71000 for a silver. So each country, like I said, is set up differently. But to answer your question, which is a good question, because not many people uh, realize this, but the athletes do get um, paid for uh, being up there on the stage getting a medal. So... Um, you know, breaking everything down, I, I'd love to hear your comments on what you thought were the high points of the Olympics, uh, what you thought could have been done better. I'll, I'll tell you that, that my only gripe is that it's so hard to see when any of the scheduled events were. And with the 13 hour difference with Tokyo, it was kind of hard to watch some of the events live that you wanted to. But, you know, with, with TV and different formats, you're able to catch up during the day and see everything at, at one point uh, or the other. So, like I said, if you look at the total medal count, you have to be happy with um, all the medals that we have so far. Like I mentioned, 98 going into the weekend. Uh, of course, I don't have the results yet for the men's basketball final or the um, the women's basketball, and there'll be a couple others as well. So when it's all said and done, we'll be the only country with over 100 total medals, I'm pretty sure, which is definitely a feather in the cap of all uh, the Olympic athletes over there. Hopefully they're able to close out the uh, weekend and have safe flights back here to the States. And, uh, you know, spend the time with their families. I'm sure if you look at the conditions over there, you know, a lot of these, um, you know, athletes will be setting things over, saying, you know, what they're doing there and how the, um, you know, facilities are and the venues, the uh, Olympic Village and all that. And again, there's no fans anywhere here. So it's very difficult and they're not allowed to have their families. And for the most part, it's just maybe a coach or two representing the team with them. So it's hard for them as well for the last couple of weeks. And again, until you go through something like that, it's really hard to put yourself in their shoes, imagining what they're going through. And if you're outdoor events, like most of them are, 
it's been over 100 degrees there, very hot. And, um, you know, again, congratulations to all the athletes from all the countries, not just from our country, but especially from our country. They've shown some great sportsmanship. You see people up there uh, just really breaking down as they're getting their medals. And, you know, a lot of these athletes have worked for the majority of, of their lives trying to get to that point where they're on that uh, podium getting any medals. So, or getting to the final, the heat, the final round, the fi- whatever it might be, the final game to be able to get a medal. So, uh, again, uh, congratulations to all of them. We'd love to hear your thoughts on what events were your favorites. Um, I enjoyed watching the archery. Uh, I enjoyed watching the, of course, both basketball, men and women. Um, and, and the track and field. Uh, if you look at some athletes on the, on the track and field, it's amazing. And I know that the men came up a little bit short in the uh, four by a hundred relay and they caught some grief for that. Uh, unfortunately, they um, definitely have the athletes, but possibly need a little bit more preparation or training in being able to get that baton passed from one to the next and, get the right order there, which I guess uh, isn't always easy to do. But overall, it's been a great run for us over there and um, looking forward to hearing what they have to say about their uh, trips over there when they get back. Again, any comments, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Go to jimmybsports.com. We have updated that page and uh, it has all the sports updates. So if you want to keep updated during your day at work or wherever you are, just go to that site and it'll give you the links to all the different um, sports updates that are going on across the country or across the world for that matter. And then up top, you can simply send an email uh, asking about any questions, specific questions or topics or events that you want to talk about on the next show. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Powered 90.1. Now, in-home or in-office do-it-yourself COVID-19 testing is available to you, and the results are 99% accurate. Save your time and be safe by avoiding the lines and crowds. You can test yourself and your family members at home. Test your employees at work, making sure your workplace is safe. Simply call Citation Bioscience at the number we're about to give you to order your COVID-19 testing kits. When they arrive, follow the simple instructions and send them back to us with our prepaid shipping. Results are ready the next day in 95% of the cases. And remember, they are 99% accurate and reimbursable by your insurance company. Save your time, stay safe, and avoid the crowds. Order your COVID-19 kits now by calling this number now. 800-433-8399. 800-433-8399. That's 800-433-8399. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Talking about the Rays. Of course, we had the trade deadline this past week. So if you look at uh, what they did, I, I think they strengthened, even though they got rid of Willie Adamas this year, Rich Hill, and uh, Diego Castillo ahead of the trade deadline. I think that um, due to the race commitment to opening up opportunities for younger players, you know, like Franco, I think that they're really going down the right path. And of course, um, you know, a couple acquisitions that we're able to do. I don't see many teams that did much better than us 
um, with the free agent market or the trade deadline. Uh, you know, if you want to look at, at what the Dodgers, we talked about them last week. Of course, you have the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Astros. They're the three teams that, you know, really have some talent to go along with the payrolls that they have. Because when you have the talent, it goes without saying that you need to be able to have the deep pockets to pay the guys, to get the talent, to be able to go on and, um, you know, support those big names. So the Dodgers have obviously done that. Uh, and the Giants have done that, and now Houston has done it as well. If you look, they have Altuve, Correa, Bregman. Uh, but when you look at what the Rays have done, uh, they really have you know, managed to find a way for the last several years to go out there and put a product on the field that finds a way to win. You know, Cash has produced managers that have gone on to uh, to manage other teams, so he's doing a great job with with that as well. But you no, know, the Rays right now going into the weekend, we're in first place. We're a game and a half ahead of um, Boston in the in the tough American League East. So you know Boston's coming back to the field a little bit. Um, I think that. No, you they're having some pitching issues right now, so we'll see what happens with them. But the Yankees have, uh, you know, they've been on a little bit of a roll lately. Never ever want to count the Yankees out. No, they're currently five and a half games out of first place behind us. Everyone's looking up at us in that division, like I mentioned. And um, Baltimore, who we're actually playing this weekend, six and a half games out. So I think it's going to come down to a uh, four-team race like it um, you know a lot of times it those four teams are in there at least three of them with Boston the Yankees and us so what it's going to come down to is uh, I'll tell you injuries and uh, you know if you want to throw COVID in there so you know a couple of Yankees players Garrett Cole has, have been on the uh the COVID IR, you have uh, Montgomery, I believe, was just on that list. And today we can add, you know, a Rosarina did not play in the game last night. Uh, he's on the COVID IR as well. So he, with the contact tracing, I believe you have to test negative for two consecutive uh, tests to be able to be able to play again, uh, whether it's one day or, or 14 days. There's no mandate for how many days. But you do have to test negative in uh, two consecutive tests, I believe. So you now, and you know, if you look at a Rose Arena, he he's the he plays the best against Baltimore, who unfortunately that's who we're playing this weekend. Uh, I think eight of his seventeen home runs have been against the Orioles. Uh, he's been hitting over four hundred for the last couple of weeks. He's been on a tear, so it's really bad timing for this to happen to him right now. But I do think that this is a precursor of of what the rest of the season is going to be like, not just for the Rays, but for uh, every other team in general as well. You can go across the across the board with these teams with what's going on. I, I think that. You know, you believe the stats that you're hearing, the number of cases are increasing, certain parts of the country, um, Florida, one of them, obviously. Uh, and again, not I don't want to talk about any politics or uh, anything else right now, except for the sports part of it. But uh, the reality of it is you're going to have more people missing games. So as we're talking about the raise, the reality of it is, is that you're going to have people missing games because of, of this 
virus. You're going to have uh, the Yankees, as you see it right now, them missing games, the Red Sox, Orioles. So all the teams across the board at one point or the other most likely are going to um, get hit with this and you know not have starters in their lineup that they count on on a regular basis. So saying all that, I think that we have put ourselves in the position to, you know, compete at a very high standard, not just not the last several years, but this year as well. So as we look forward to the last couple months of the season, I think that if our um, bats can pick up the slack where some of the pitching is off, you know, as you know, or you may not know, but... Um, there was surgery this past week um, for the ace that we have. Um, hopefully he's able to uh, come back after a year. They say the Tommy John surgery takes somewhere between one year and two years to be able to come back from. Uh, depending on, you know, each person's different, of course. And, you know, you just don't know. Uh, what, how your body's going to react to it. But Tyler Glass now uh, had elected to take the Tommy John surgery, just had that recently. So we'll see how he recuperates and when he'll be able to come back next year. So we don't have him now. So w with what we do have, it's a matter of putting the players out there. Our ERA, if you look at the ERA for the Rays starters and relievers, we're the best in the American League close to being best in all of baseball. And I guarantee you that you'd be hard-pressed to mention you know, six of the players on that list. So Cash does a great job. Management does a great job of putting these players in the position to go out there and play. Um, you know, and he, he knows who will be playing against the lineups. I, I know I, I always have a, an issue with the... Uh, with the statistics and, you know, with all of the... Um, numbers that they go by and uh, I, I give them a hard time about looking at some of the uh, projections of who should be up and whatnot versus just going with your gut feeling sometime. But, you know, Cash, you can't take away what he has done so far with this team since he's been there. So I look forward to uh, the, the Rays continuing to pick up the slack. And if someone like Meadows can't hit against a lefty, then so be it. He doesn't play. Next man up. And, you know, you have G-Man Choi up there picking up the slack. Or you have Wander Franco coming into his own, uh, starting to get some big hits in some key situations. Um, you never can count out this Rays team. You have Kiermaier, who may not be having the best stats of the year, but I tell you what, I wouldn't want anyone else out there in center field except him when the chips are down. Uh, he's probably the best outfielder in the game right now. And you want him out there and you know he'll be able to come up with some big hits as we get further along. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the Rays right now. Again, JimmyBSports.com. You can email if you want to call. It's 877-448-7901. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. Point one. 
The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at thepropertyshopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Talking about the Bucks right now in the NFL. If you're able to watch the uh, kickoff game, the Hall of Fame game on Thursday night, you had Pittsburgh and Dallas going at it. Uh, preseason games don't really have much to offer, in my opinion. More times than not, you're trying to not get anyone on your team hurt. Um, with that said, Dallas did not start Dak Prescott. Uh, shoulder injury. Talk about him for a second. I'll tell you what. He uh, signed that big deal, came back from not playing last year with his leg injury, and now he has some shoulder concerns. I think there's more to it than really meets the eye. He uh, said a couple, may take him a couple weeks to get back, not throw. I mean, how many games that they just had preseason practice, they, six days, seven days of preseason uh, camp, and probably through what, maybe a thousand passes. And they have, uh, he's saying he's had shoulder injury, needs some time off. So I don't know. It sounds to me as though there might be something else that uh, they're not saying. Time will tell. With that said, the game went on last uh, on Thursday night. And the Hall of Fame in- induction ceremonies are this weekend. Class of 2021 has a name on there that I think we'd all enjoy to hear. And that's John Lynch. Safety of our Buccaneers. He was my favorite Buccaneer player. I just loved the way he went into the game and um, was always prepared, always ready to go. As a defensive player, he was always right there in the middle of something. If you heard someone um, getting a, a good shot on someone or a great tackle, great hit, rest assured it was him. He always now brought the lumber to the opposing team, and I couldn't be happier to see him get enshrined into the uh, the Hall of Fame there. He ended his career with the Broncos, obviously, but uh, he I, I hate it when they let him go. Uh, of course, it's a business, so that's what happens. But he'll always be remembered as a as a buck on the championship team. A couple of the other players that were uh, going to be inducted this weekend, of course, Peyton Manning. You know, we all know about him. Um, uh, Calvin Johnson, the wide receiver with the Lions, who was probably you know someone that they could always rely on. The, obviously, Detroit hasn't had much success. Uh, over the over the years in the playoffs or some some pretty bad regular seasons as well, but Calvin Johnston was always a person that you could go to. He was a bright spot on that team, and he'll be inducted as well. Charles Woodson played for the Raiders and then the Packers as a safety. Uh, he's probably one of the, the the best people at his position over the years as well. Uh, you had Alan uh, Fatica, the guard for the Steelers and the Jets. Played for the Cardinals a little bit. And then, of course, Drew Pearson with the Cowboys. Uh, He had some great catches over the years. And all those guys are just top-notch players. And Tom Flores, the coach um, with the Raiders and Seahawks, 
will be inducted as well. So I'll tell you that all those people on that list, uh, you look at what they've contributed to the game of football over the years and you know, all their life's contributions, tip of the cap to all those guys. And we talk about Peyton Manning. You know, if you look at him and his brother Eli, uh, you know, if it wasn't for Peyton and Eli, Brady would have probably 10 rings instead of seven, right? Because at least once Peyton had knocked them out of the uh, AFC championship game and two times the um, Giants, led by Eli, beat Brady in the Super Bowl up there in New England. So he could very easily have uh, 10 rings if it wasn't for the uh, Manning brothers. But the only ring that is important to Tom Brady is the next one. <laughs> and that's the way he looks at it. If you've, you know, following what's going on in the camp so far this year for the Bucks, talking about, you know, Brady's already in some people's faces about not running the right routes or, um, you know, you have to be able to score when you're tired and, you know, a couple practices already. It's been vintage, vintage um, Brady trying to get the, uh, players in the right mindset. A lot of times after you win the Super Bowl, it's very hard to repeat as an NFL champion. And if any of these teams can, I would say that we are set up the best of anyone in recent years to do so. Number one, we're returning everyone from both sides of the ball, which is highly unusual. You don't see that in this day of free agency and um, trades and whatnot. You have Brady, who has learned the offense over the last year now. So one more year under his belt for the system that you know, Arians has built. Um, look at that offense that we have. It's going to be, imagine, imagine yourself as a defensive team. The Bucks have the ball on the 10-yard line. And you're looking up. You see Brady over the center. You see Antonio Brown, who's having a great training camp. You have Mike Evans on one side of the field, Antonio Brown on the other. You have Chris Godwin in the slot. You have Gronkowski and you have O.J. Howard. Both of them are back on the line. Fournette in the, in the backfield. Who are you going to guard as the defensive player? <laughs> Who are you going to look at at, at at possibly getting into the end zone and stopping? Nobody. I mean, Brady can you know pick whoever he wants in that situation. So I think that if you look at all the options that the Bucks have this year from the offensive side of the ball, I, I don't see them getting outscored in any games this year. And the defense, like we mentioned, has everyone back on that side of the ball as well. So if our special teams can oh, hold up to their side of the bargain, and um, which I don't see any reason why they can't, and as our safeties and D-backs mature even more, we're going to be a very formidable team. And you know what? Why not? Why don't you just let Brady run the whole field, win 17 games, go to the playoffs, win that, win the Super Bowl back-to-back, and have another boat parade? Why not? He's done everything else. Why not let him just do that as well? And that's you know, that's actually a possibility. You don't want to jinx the team, but you know, if things fall if things fall right, you never know. That That is something that could conceivably uh, happen with this team. So... It's going to be, again, an issue uh, of Arians and, and Brady being able to lead the team and to keep them 
in the focus of what's next, focus one week at a time, look at the competition of the game that you have, come up with a game plan. And as Brady gets more comfortable with the offense, he's only been there for a year. So, you know, he's rehabbing his knee to the point where everything looks great as far as that goes. And his leadership, I mean, he'll get in someone's face. Someone runs the wrong route. You know, if, uh, you know, Evans drops a ball, if Godwin runs the wrong route or whatever it might be, rest assured, he'll be the first one to, uh, you know, talk to them about it and and try to set it straight for the next series of downs. So I, I really don't see an issue from an offensive standpoint this year. And, you know, defense, if we are able to, play, you know, Todd Bowles just signed the contract extension with them as well. He should have. So I think that, you know, they'll be ready to play as well. The exhibition games, I I don't take much stock in the exhibition games as far as who's playing because, you know, 75 to 80% of the people playing in those games are going to be having another career come, um, you know, next four weeks, they'll be selling insurance or something like that. Um, I know we play Cincinnati uh, coming up next week, and then we play Tennessee and Houston for the first three uh, exhibition games. But anyway, we'd love to hear your thoughts. 877-448-7901 or go to jimmybsports.com. Email me what you think the Bucks need to do this year besides staying healthy. Uh, what do you think they need to do to be able to... Um, obviously win the division and, um, you know, repeat as champions. At this point, I can't think of a time where there's ever been more excitement or more uh, of a higher expectation for the team to, to go out there and play this year than we have right now. So again, number is 877-448-7901. Go to jimmybsports.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-726-2194. 800-726-2194. 800-726-2194. That's 800-726-2194. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back to the Gymnasium Sports Fans. Talking a little bit uh, in the final segment here about the Olympics and about uh, championships and rings. The question that I'm going to pose to everyone, and of course you could email me your thoughts on this, is what would be your preference if you were a uh, say an NFL player would you regard a Super Bowl ring or an Olympic gold medal 
um, as a higher accomplishment or something to be more proud of uh, or, or cherish more. So, you know, and not just NFL say, they, you know, it could be the Lightning or it could be the Rays or any major sports team compared to a, um, a gold medal or even a silver medal, whatever it might be. What would be your preference and why? Uh, you can go back and forth on that. I know that uh, the reason I'm asking this question because listening to Luka Doncic, they ask him when uh, Slovenia just got beat by France, what would be more important to him, winning an NBA championship with the Dallas Mavericks or uh, a gold medal for his home country of Slovenia. And without missing a beat, he said, oh, definitely a gold medal with Slovenia. And it got me thinking, you know, you have all these athletes out there. Uh, you know, what do you think it would be more important? I mean, maybe you're in a position, you've already won a couple championships, you know, like Jordan, like Jordan has and Bird when they played and Magic and then they just added an Olympic gold medal. But if you could have one or the other, which one would it be and why? I mean, a lot to be said with a, you know, uh, NBA championship trophy or um, the NFL, the money is probably much greater with um, one of those trophies uh, being paid all those salaries versus the amateurs with the Olympics. But the prestige of being the best in the world at what you're doing, I don't know if you can put a price on that. So it would uh, it would actually be a tough call. I'd, I'd love to see which way it's going to go. Uh, unfortunately, guys, that's all the time we have. It always goes by too quickly here. Next week, we're going to be talking. We're going to sum up the Olympics next week. And hopefully the Rays can increase their lead in the American League East over the weekend. In the next couple of days, we're going to talk about college football getting started and um, a lot of other things. Talk more about the Bucks as we get closer to the first game of the season. Again, JimmyBSports.com. Check in. Check all the scores. Look at all the links on there. I think you'll enjoy it. And um, send me an email. As always, stay vigilant. Stay safe. Above all, stay positive. We'll talk to you next week on the GMP Sports Show.